0: Hi everyone, I'm Kristen Holmes, CNN correspondent in for David Chalion, and this is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, December 7th, 2020. Biden is set to announce a health team that needs to be ready to hit the ground running because there are a lot of challenges ahead. We'll discuss that plus Trump's orbit spirals with Rudy Giuliani contracting coronavirus and Attorney General Barr contemplating leaving his post before the end of the Trump presidency. And finally, Republicans are concerned that Trump's behavior could be putting the Georgia Senate races at risk. Today, President-elect Biden's transition team announced the health team that will be in charge of the administration's response to coronavirus. Biden has tapped current California Attorney General Xavier Becerra as his nominee for Secretary of Health and Human Services. He has been a key defender of the Affordable Care Act in court and would be the first Latino to serve in that role. Dr. Vivek Murthy has also been tapped to be the US Surgeon General. It's a role he'll be plenty familiar with since he previously held the same position under the Obama administration from 2014 to 2017. During that time, he oversaw the U.S. response to both Ebola and Zika virus outbreaks. Dr. Anthony Fauci, perhaps unsurprisingly, will assume the role of chief medical advisor to the president on COVID-19. And he had this to say about the pivotal role a strong health team plays. Obviously, this is an enormous challenge that we're all going to be facing throughout the country as we emerge into and from the winter months. So there's going to be a lot of activity, both from a fundamental science standpoint, vaccines, therapies, understanding the disease better, as well as the public health response. Other notable picks include Dr. Rochelle Walensky as the director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and Dr. Marcela Nunez-Smith as the chair of his COVID-19 Equity Task Force. The health team picks have garnered praise from top Democrats, but many of these picks will have to go through Senate confirmation, which currently hangs on the two Senate runoff races in Georgia. The Biden team has set up an event tomorrow to formally introduce the president-elect's picks for the health team, although Dr. Fauci won't be there in person. Now, it is worth noting that today is December 7th, the 79th anniversary of Pearl Harbor, where more than 2,400 Americans died. Over the past few days, America has lost nearly the same number of victims every day to this pandemic. With President-elect Biden's picks for his health team, he seems to be projecting that he will do everything in his power to slow the spread down. Now, here's what else matters today. While Biden puts together the members of his administration, members of President Trump's team are facing rough waters in their last days of the administration— With the virus raging on, Rudy Giuliani becomes the latest member of Trump's orbit to test positive for coronavirus. Trump announced in a tweet yesterday that, quote, Rudy Giuliani, who has been working tirelessly exposing the most corrupt election by far in the history of the USA, has tested positive for the China virus. Get better soon, Rudy. We will carry on. Giuliani, who is 76 years old and in a higher risk category for COVID complications, has since been hospitalized at Georgetown University Hospital and seemed to confirm the diagnosis by tweeting he's, quote, getting great care and feeling good. The diagnosis, however, raises concerns about the number of people he came into contact with in recent days. The Arizona state legislature announced that they would be going virtual due to coronavirus exposure concerns after some Republican members of the assembly met with Giuliani without masks last week. The Trump lawyer was also at a largely maskless Georgia rally over the weekend. It's a development that, as unsurprising as it is, is representative of the Trump administration's final days, as they engage in practices that only do more to spread the virus, as well as spend time making false allegations about the election. Meanwhile, Trump ally U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr is looking to make a quick exit before Trump's final day in office, according to a source with knowledge of the matter. Now, this of course comes after Barr announced that the Department of Justice found no widespread fraud that could change the outcome of the election. What followed was a contentious meeting between Trump and Barr, with Trump later declining to state whether he had confidence in Barr. Instead, saying, quote, "'Ask me that in a number of weeks from now. "'They should be looking at all this fraud.'" Now, Barr hasn't publicly commented yet, but one thing looks certain. While Trump continues to rage against key members of his own party and his own cabinet, people once considered allies may not be sticking with him until the end. And finally today, as the Georgia Senate race draws nearer and nearer, this weekend we saw the first and perhaps only debate between Senator Kelly Loeffler and Democratic challenger Reverend Raphael Warnock, who are running for one of the two seats. Senator Leffler evaded the issue of Trump's baseless attacks on the integrity of the election, instead choosing to maintain that Trump had every right to every legal recourse, leading to this exchange between the two opponents. Yes or no, Senator Leffler? did Donald Trump lose? You know, President Trump has every right to use every legal recourse available. We need to hold folks accountable, involved in these investigations to make sure that they move more quickly because everything's at stake on January 5th for the future of our country. Of course, this sort of reasoning puts Leffler in a tricky situation. By admitting that everything hangs on the Georgia Senate runoff election on January 5th, it means that Trump and Republicans lost the White House, something she repeatedly declined to admit. Now, this all came after President Trump continued to rail against Georgia election oversight earlier that weekend, insisting that the election results be overturned. Trump is unlikely to see this happen, though. Today, Georgia is set to certify its votes for a third time after a second recount confirming Biden's win in the state. Republicans are worried that this continued behavior and rhetoric from President Trump will convince even more Republican voters not to bother even showing up January 5th due to distrust in the system. It's worth noting that more than $350 million in ad spending has already been spent in the Georgia Senate races. That is the most for a Senate election, and most of it coming from Republicans. Now, that's a pretty expensive venture that Republicans now feel Trump might be putting in jeopardy with his erratic accusations. That is it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening, and please take a moment to be sure and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.